The only real sadness, the only real failure, the only great tragedy in life is to not become a saint. Leon Bloy. Christian, remember your dignity, and now that you share in God's own nature, do not return by sin to your former base condition. Bear in mind who is your head, and of whose body you are a member. Do not forget that you have been rescued from the power of darkness, and brought into the light of God's kingdom. St. Leo the Great Welcome to the Everyday Saints Podcast, where we learn about the saints as we strive to become saints. I'm Paul, and today is the feast day of Pope St. Leo I, also known as St. Leo the Great. He was the first of only three popes in history officially called the Great, Leo I, Gregory I, and Nicholas I. Pope John Paul II has been called the Great by many, but not officially yet. Why is Leo considered great? There are several very good reasons. But first, let's look a bit at what we know about the man himself. Born into an aristocratic Roman family in the year 400, by 431, he was well known and respected for his holiness, intelligence, and ability to reconcile disputing groups of Christians. He was on a mission to Gaul to bring peace between a military commander and a chief judge when Pope Sixtus III died, and Leo was unanimously elected to succeed him. This shows the respect he had among both the people and his fellow clergy, as unanimous elections were rare and remain so today. Leo took very seriously his role as the successor of St. Peter, and unlike many before or since, was able to balance the dual aspects of the papacy, attending to both administrative and spiritual issues with equal energy, He was also the first pope to claim to be Peter's heir, rather than simply his successor, which by Roman law meant he held all of the rights and duties associated with Peter. This idea developed into the popes being seen as having authority not only over the people, but also over their fellow bishops, and helped solidify the role of the pope as we know it today. Leo was tireless in rooting out the many heresies that cropped up in the early days of the church. The most significant ones he battled successfully were Pelagianism, which denied original sin and minimized the necessity of God's grace for salvation, Manichaeism, which saw the human body, creation, and even matter itself as evil, and finally the heresy that questioned the truth that Jesus was both fully human and fully divine. Leo is perhaps best known today, both to Christians and non-Christians, for a decidedly non-theological event. In 452, he met personally with Attila the Hun near Mantua, successfully persuading Attila not to sack the city of Rome. Leo died on November 10, 461. His body rests in the Basilica of St. Peter's, 
and he was declared a doctor of the church in 1754. His papacy was one of the most significant and important in the history of the church, and nearly 100 of his sermons and 150 of his letters have been preserved after 1,500 years. He truly was Leo the Great. St. Leo the Great, pray for us. We'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Everyday Saints and that you're finding our look at the lives of the saints both informative and enlightening. If you'd like to help us continue making podcasts like this, please consider supporting us for as little as 99 cents a month by clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. It'll go a long way towards us being able to make this podcast completely ad-free. Thanks again. Thank you.